You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PsyQ Podcast. PsyQ is a free community and online resource library for mental health. Our podcast's goal is to share information, increase collaboration, and foster ongoing discussions that will lead to improved mental health care and patient outcomes for individuals with mental illness. Each episode provides scientific, evidence-based, educational information related to mental health, featuring thought leaders dedicated to improving mental health care together. Learn more at www.psyq.org. That's psyq.org. Hello, this is Dr. Samantha Sweeney with Oatskip Medical Team. And today I am joined by Dr. Robert Lewin, who is the pharmacy manager and owner of First Avenue Pharmacy in Spokane, Washington, which Fun fact was the first pharmacist-run long-acting injectable clinic in the state of Washington. Um, Dr. Leland recently served on the advisory board for the American Pharmacists Association Pharmacy-Based Medication Administration Services Guide. So, Dr. Leland, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, we are here to talk about your perspectives on the APHA's Practice Guidance for Pharmacy-Based MAS. So we'll begin with the first question. Can you please share with the audience why you became involved with this particular initiative? Uh, Certainly. I mean, my main goal was just to spread the word. Um, We've been very innovative in what we're doing here at First Avenue Pharmacy, and I feel like if other pharmacists and pharmacies kind of practice like we did, patients can be better taken care of, and that would uh, affect the patient the communities, and ultimately um, just serve the better role of the pharmacist profession. And as a pharmacist myself, I am definitely appreciative of gaining your perspective on this particular guidance, and and I'm very thankful that something like this is available for the community. So what are the top three messages or pearls that you like the audience to take away from this particular guidance? Uh, Certainly. I think, you know, just getting involved, um, it's really not that difficult. Um, Most pharmacists are trained to administer vaccinations, but when you step it up a notch and start doing long-acting injectables, it's not a whole lot different than the flu vaccination administrations. You know, to educate folks that it's really not that difficult. Second thing is, you know, this is something that I feel like pharmacists should be doing taking care of patients one patient at a time. So I think it's, you know, they're well-trained. They're involved with, you know, knowing about adherence, about whether the drug is effective, and also educating folks on side effects too. So this is something that pharmacists can be doing. And then typically, if you're talking about behavioral health, sometimes these folks are not the best advocates for themselves. So if you just have a pharmacist just kind of helping them out navigate 
their adherence, how they're doing, the effectiveness of the medication. All this really, really helps out. Thank you. It was very helpful. And you mentioned behavioral health. And of course, you have an extensive background in providing care, particularly in behavioral health. Are there any specific recommendations that regarding, of course, medication admission services that you want to impart for pharmacists or even other healthcare providers who practice in this particular therapeutic area? Um, you know, I think it's just being open access for this patient type is really beneficial to the patient and the community. So we're just treating these folks like any other patient, come in and get their medications, come and get their shot, and then they go about their busy day. So they can come in when they want to, no appointment necessary, and that just seems like it you know, really, really benefits them to go about their lives and doing what they need to do, you know, take care of their family members, um, if they volunteer in the community, frees up their time and treats them like a normal person to go to the pharmacist and be taken care of, I guess. Well, it's certainly a very patient-centric approach. So again, very thankful to have something like this and someone with your particular experience in behavioral health to provide some insight today. And so Dr. Leland, we're kind of at the end of our time. Are there any lasting thoughts or um, advice that you'd like to share? Um, no, just I do feel like this is, you know, totally pharmacist doable, um, whether you're talking about the side effects, the constipation, dry mouth, or smoking sensation. These are all things pharmacists are trained to counsel on. In addition, whether it's weight gain or extrapyramidal symptoms, um, these are all things that pharmacists should know about, can counsel the patient about, and there's a lot of over-the-counter remedies that can help with these side effects also. So I think this is something that pharmacists can do, should be doing, and hopefully if enough of us do this, um, eventually we'll all get paid for these activities. Well, that's certainly important to keep in mind. Um, well, Dr. Leland, I very much appreciate your expert perspective on the practical utilization as well as the importance of this pharmacy-based medication administration services. So thank you again so much for your time today. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you.